Let us pray. Father God, speak to us through your word. Open our hearts and minds that we may receive in the name of Jesus. Today we have heard two readings, one from St John's Gospel, where John the Baptist is coming to the end of his ministry and Jesus is at the beginning of his ministry. The other reading is from the book of Acts of the Apostles, the beginning of the Apostles' ministry after Jesus' death and resurrection, but of course with the gift of the Holy Spirit. Well, John the Baptist, what a man! born for a purpose. He knew why he was here, to prepare the way for Jesus, son of the true God. John made it very clear to his followers that the one coming after him was from above and was above all. I've been thinking about John the Baptist and how important his life was. He gave his life in obedience to God, preparing the way for Jesus. John the Baptist has made me think about how important preparing is and how we can take it all for granted. I love to sew and make things and recently I was given a large beautifully embroidered shawl and asked to make a garment of my choice from it. I spent countless hours thinking in preparation before cutting and making a jacket. What are you doing today? Are you preparing for anything? Is there anything you have to do which takes preparation? Most of what we are involved in takes preparation. I was taught that if you want to do a good job, you have to take time over your preparation no matter what the task was. It is good to be reminded of the work and preparation that goes into everything. Our food, our clothes, our entertainment and our amazing church services. Let us give thanks. It is so easy to simply accept and enjoy whatever it is. And as I have already said, take for granted all the preparation that has gone before. We thank God for John the Baptist, who lived his life to the full, knowing he was preparing the way for Jesus, the one that comes from above and is above all, from the true God. And all who believe in him, Jesus, will have eternal life. Are we preparing our family, our friends and those we meet to know and receive the Lord Jesus as their saviour? Only Jesus can save, but we can be like John the Baptist and prepare others with acts of love and kindness and above all our words about what Jesus has done for us through his death and resurrection. People want to hear good news, especially in these difficult days. May we be like John the Baptist and be clear signposts to Jesus, who is the truth of God. Throughout Jesus' ministry, he would use the word truth, often saying, 
I am telling you the truth. And of course, we all know that Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. The scripture from John 14 that comes just before this statement is so comforting, especially at this time of national and international mourning for Prince Philip and all others who have died recently. And Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I am going there to prepare. There, that is that word prepare again. And I am going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you. And Jesus is preparing a place for you and me. I will come back and take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth and the life. Well, the closer we walk with Jesus, the more time we spend with him. He is preparing us for eternal life and he teaches us to live in his truth and delight. We live in a world where there is greed, self-centeredness, dishonesty, and it's not always easy to hear or see the truth. We may think that we are fairly honest, yet we know in the light of Jesus how far we fall short of his truth. Those who are brought up with lies and deceit, well, what chance do they have? We are called as Jesus' followers to shine the light of Christ, not only in every area of our own lives, but to shine Christ's light on all who we meet and those who we are called to serve. When I was in junior school, my goodness, that's a long time ago, we had four houses. Honour, that was the colour red. Loyalty, colour blue. Courage, green. And truth was yellow. And I was in truth. Yellow, bright and delight. For some special event, I cannot remember what event that was, but represented truth. I had a dress covered with buttercups, which my family and neighbours had helped me to gather in the neighbouring fields. I don't suppose you would be allowed to do that today, but somehow my wonderful mother stitched these buttercups onto an old cotton dress and I represented truth. Have you ever picked a buttercup and put one under a child's chin and asked, do you like butter? And you see the reflection and you say, yes, you do, as you see the glow of gold reflecting. Just think for a moment on the buttercup, a pretty little unassuming wild flower that pops up everywhere. Well, it reminds me because of my school days of truth. But 
For all of us, the humble buttercup can speak to us. We may be ordinary in vast numbers, but we can reflect the glory and truth of our Lord Jesus and we can bring light into the darkness. Jesus says to those who believe in him, If you obey my teaching, you are really my followers. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. That brings us nicely to our second reading. As the apostles find that they have been miraculously released from prison by the power of God to preach Christ crucified. They were so full of the Holy Spirit that they couldn't be contained. They were bursting, totally overflowing with the Holy Spirit, telling as many people as they could about the risen Lord Jesus. They were recaptured and brought before the Sanhedrin to be questioned by the high priest. And the high priest said, we gave you strict orders not to teach in his name. And in reply, Peter and the other apostles said boldly to their accusers, We must obey God, who raised Jesus from the dead. God exalted Jesus to his own right hand as Prince and Saviour, that he might give repentance and forgiveness of sins to Israel. We are witness of these things, and so is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey. I love that. The apostles didn't hang their heads apologetically, but with great confidence say, we must obey God. No wonder the priests were furious. Peter and the apostles were so confident and so full of the Spirit, which enabled them to speak the truth. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we were bold and bursting with the gift of the Holy Spirit? And these days have been so tough not being able to meet up with our church family, not being able to sing praises together. We can get sad when thinking about these things that we cannot do. We have to stop, and I mean stop. Look to Jesus, focus on him, and then give thanks and praise him for all that we can do and have done differently and how much we have all learned We have so much to give thanks for and so much to give. May we all grow in truth and obedience to our Master Jesus Christ and continue to shine that transforming light of Christ wherever we are and wherever we go. Just let us close with a prayer. Father God, we thank you for the sacrificial life of John the Baptist. As you prepare a home for us, may we also prepare the way for others to come into your kingdom. Fill us to overflowing with your Holy Spirit, giving us confidence and boldness to speak your truth. In the name which is above all names, Jesus. Amen.